For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. That's right. For the record, you ain't trying to grow, then it's done for you. That's right. For the record, lab on me going all the way. All the way. For the record, ain't trying to link no time to waste. Stop calling. For the record. For the record. For the For the record. For the record. For the record. For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. That's right. Welcome back to the Clink Moments of Redemption. John Killick has one of the most infamous prison break stories in Australian history. In this moment of redemption, we hear a snippet of how the helicopter breakout went down. John, I want to talk more about the chopper. I want to talk more about that escape that literally has put your name on the map. You know, the escape, the timeout, the robberies, the capture. I was standing at the back of the yard and the inmates came up and told me that there was a helicopter hovering over the oval. Well, I didn't believe them and I walked straight up to the back fence through there and as they said, there was a helicopter just hovering over the top of the oval. And all of a sudden, I'm watching all these inmates run over to the helicopter, start looking in, then all of a sudden they all put their hands up and start moving back. Some old guy from under the main tree on the oval starts running really low and gets on the helicopter. Then all of a sudden, the helicopter just lifts off. Then I look up to the tower and see what, what's going to happen, and they actually drew the okay. revolver. It was the most bizarre thing I'd ever seen in my life. Mate, take us through it, please. Okay, well, um, I met Lucy in, in 95, late 95, at a party. Um, she told me that uh, she's married to a professor. She told me that um, the marriage was firstly over. He was at the party, and um, I wasn't very impressed with him. He's very boastful and... Um, you know, just didn't like him. And uh, anyway, so she gave me her number and um, I called her a few times and um, she wouldn't come out at first, but eventually uh, we, I, I met her and uh, we started dating and um, she decided to leave him. And uh, he he said to her that um, he was pretty violent at times of the marriage. She had a, a daughter who was eight at the time and uh, he said to her that if we split up, It'll be because I leave you, or you're dead. So you're you're yeah. you're back, Robin Banks. Yes, back back, Robin Banks. I robbed the bank at uh, at Mittagong. I got got away with that. Okay, um, got about thirty thousand from there. Yep. But uh, I I owed some money um, to different people, and um, by the time uh, January came, we were broke again, and I borrowed ten grand, and we went down to the casino and. Uh, I, I had to try and uh, get the ten grand back, and I said I'll, I'll, I'll double it. And we we got up to seventeen grand. Short end of the story is that I lost it, and uh, so I had, I said, well, that's she. What are we going to do? I said, well, it's another bank. I hit a bank at Barrel, and um, it was the last bank that I've ever done, and uh, first time ever I've, a dive bomb went off in the in the bank. Um, so that's the dive bomb that that just contaminates all the cash. Yeah, yeah, yep. it goes off. I've never been, never been caught because they used to put them in the fives, and uh, I knew that. When I ran out, um, the bank, you wouldn't believe it, was an off-duty cop there who was at the teller machine, and he saw me go out, and he was just suspicious. So he's come after me, and then the bank manager's come after me. Wow, and, uh, so it's on. And I, I'm, I was 56 at the time, and um, but I was still a fairly good runner. I used to train, but I knew I couldn't get away from this guy. Um so what happened, um, I ran around 
down the end of the street, down near the railway, and gone into a, a little car park. And he's came over and there's a car between us. And I said, look, just fuck off. Well, I'll have to shoot you. He just said, that's not a real gun. And he picked up a rock and threw it at me and missed, missed me by about half an inch. Um, just, I just ducked my head a bit. And so I fired a shot over his head. And there were cars going past and they were staring at us, but they kept going. And I think they thought we were shooting the movies, but they didn't know who the actors were. But I went again and he came up again. I fired another shot into the ground. And um, the third time I fired a shot over his head, he dropped off. I jumped down the railway and he jumped down there and got back up and uh, I dropped him off. But by then there were sirens everywhere. I got into a car, the car I had, and uh, I drove out. And I knew I couldn't get that had roadblocks up, couldn't get out. So I thought, um, here's a guy that I had one wig and a mask. They're going to be looking for a young guy. And he, I got white hair. He went, just get out of these clothes, get the wigs off and everything, and just leave the car here and walk down into the shopping centre where Coles and all that are and clean up a bit. I'm, I'm a good chance of uh, just they won't know who I am. Yeah. So that's what I did. But So I changed and I got out and I did my suit and white hair. There's no way um, anyone would know who I am, but Three cop cars came up. It was as you said, it was just so small. Three cop cars, and uh, I was walking, trying to ignore them, and I had my hands in my pocket. Now you got to remember, it's a hot day. I got a suit on, hands in my pocket, sweat's pouring off me. And they looked at me. I'm going to go. Up and they just stopped and said, "Hey, what's your name?" And I give him a false name. And he said, "What have you got your hands in your pocket for?" And I'd had red dye all over. Oh shit! The dye had gone. Yeah. Oh and, shit! Uh, so they got out and. Uh, they oh. got me red-handed, sort of. You so got fucking pinched red-handed, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that's got to be a little cliche for a fucking habitual bank uh, robber uh, to get caught red-handed with the red tie yeah. from the cash. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. So, wow. Yeah, I was, I was gone. And, um, so you and, pinched, uh, you, you, you're locked up. They've got you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. Oh, she's they freezing. They didn't want to leave me there because... Um, I had a history of escape, and they, they just wanted me away, so they put me. I was lucky. I thought I'd finish up that rotten bloody place down at Surrey Hills, but I was lucky. They sent me straight to um, Silverwater. So we get get the Silverwater. Lucy come out, and she cut her hair. She had really long, long hair, and uh, she cut it. And I said, what did you do that for? She said, it's the Russian thing. She said, when you're out again, I'll grow it again. So I said, oh, we're going to have to call it off. But she did, wouldn't hear that, and uh, I said, well, look, we sat down and I said, all right, look, I'll try and find a way out. But um, it looks pretty hard to me. Mm. Um, you know, maximum modern security, it just looked almost impossible. Well, sil- silver water too, John. I, I was there. I know exactly yeah. the place. And yeah. um, you don't get out of there. Um, no, you, you it, it's, no. it is built to hold you in there because of people like yourself <laughs> that have proven that jails can be escaped from. So... Well, this this is true, I guess, but um, there's always a way, and I, I just thought there's got to be a way um, if you can find it. And uh, and I saw all the choppers coming at it. Um, went out in the oval, and I just seen them. They were coming over in like twenty a day. And, and this was this was during the Olympics, wasn't it? Uh, they were building the Olympic Stadium, and uh, the Olympics was only about a year away. And um, what what what? And, and people were coming all the time doing the sightseeing over there. And I knew that any jail, other jail, like Golden, Long Bay, chopper coming over there, um, they'd be on it straight away. Yeah, but exactly. Just, but but I watched them and that, they dropped their guard. They just weren't worried about the choppers because there were 20 a day. And I thought, shit, 
this is, if ever a guy can pull a scope off, it's here. But I don't know anything about how we're going to do it. So I said to her, look, this is what we've got to do. Well, And then, then I had a stroke of luck that um, the guy comes, they extradite him from uh, South Africa and and then from Scotland. He went from South Africa to Scotland over to here. He's New Zealand, the con man. He's a helicopter pilot. Right. And they put him, there's 20 pods and they put him in my pod. Yep. So then I arranged for him to get into my cell, get up the man, and he's trying to con me um, and that he can get me out, et cetera. He knew who I was um, for a certain amount of money, and I told him I had the money from the bank and hadn't been recovered. So it was a, sort of a little chess game. And he's pumping me, and I'm pumping him. She's putting money in his property and doing things for him, and I'm finding out everything there is to know about um, helicopters, and I, I learn about transponder, which is a sign alarm through the uh, authorities. If I hadn't known about that, they would have got us. So, so it was just a stroke of luck that I got him in there. I knew that um, we could pull it off. She went for a trial run, and uh, she was excited about it. She said, we can do it. And um, I said, did you see where the transponder was? And she, she knew where it was. And I said, well, he'll probably go for it. Uh, you got to make sure he doesn't get that transponder on. So uh, it was set for, for the day, certain day. I, you only get out twice a week on the oval. And that's and, right, uh, yep. And, yeah, and you're only there for an hour. We knew it had to be, uh, she had to know I was there because the week before we were going to do it and didn't do it and, and a Muslim guy um, hanged himself, poor guy, and uh, they just shut the whole jail there. Well, the thing is, too, happen. if they don't have the staff there, they don't send you out. It's as simple as that. That's your guess. That's your guess. You, right. you just and never you know do. when you're going to get out to get exercise or, you know, out of your slot, and it's just fucked. Yeah, that was the difficulty of it. And, uh, you know, you can imagine that, um, you know, with... If she, if she did it and I'm not there, um, you know, arranged to ring her and uh, on her mobile and she was near the airport when I rang her. And I said, and I went to the guy and I arranged to get the phones with the guy. I said, you guys, I've got to ring a lawyer. I'll only be 30 seconds. So let me push in because I had to. And uh, so I uh, just rang her and said, uh, I said to the screw, are we going out to the hotel? He said, yeah, another 10 minutes. So I said, look, I'm going out for a run. I'll call you when I get back. Well, that was the signal. And uh, when I got out there, um, it was late because they didn't, um, something had happened with a chopper that he had and he had to get a smaller one and um, and they were running late. I saw about 15 choppers come over. And uh, <laughs> How was your anxiety, mate, like sitting there knowing that your chopper's coming to get you, muster's almost coming up, you're going to get put back in the slot. Uh, everything was revolving around luck, wasn't it? He was walking out. That is another thing they got dirty about because there was always a chance the pilot would land and jump out and run across the oval. So I had a backup pilot. Ten minutes to go, um, I thought, geez, when it's just not going to happen. Well, I knew she'd do it, but I thought it's going to be late. Man, she gets here. There's a different group of guys there. She'll land the chopper. It'll be the worst stand-up date in history. You can imagine. You know, I mean, you get there and finish up getting a different guy on board. Because you know, a, oh, a, a lot of guys, a lot of guys said they would have jumped on. So there's always that one guy who might have done. Hear more in season two of the Clean. For the record, I'm done trying to make y'all comfortable. That's right. For the record, you ain't trying to grow any stuff for you. That's right. For the record, live on me going all the way. All the way. For the record, ain't trying to link no time to waste. Stop calling. For the record. For the record. Yeah. For the for the record for the record for the record for the record.